Hey, this is David Radney, your host of Scotch and Scripts. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1. I'm going to be interviewing Diego Colorado. He is a newer agent who is still working a full-time job and transitioning into real estate. And I hope his story will bring you some inspiration, especially if you're that agent who's looking to transition into the real estate world. So, uh, Diego, I wanted to welcome you to uh, Scotch and Scripts. As you know, I like my scotch. I like my bourbon. Last night, you know, I went out, bought the new Basil Hayden Dark Rye, which I'm sure you're familiar with. I, I am. Yeah, I'm very familiar with it. I love it. All right. So I, I wanted to uh, have you on for season two of Scotch and Scripts. And this is really a podcast where I talk to agents like yourself and we talk about where you're having success and how you're having success. And the main reason I wanted to have you on, there are so many agents that are dual careers. They want to get into real estate, but they're working and they need to transition into real estate. And you're doing that. And you, you just called me this past week and told me you got your first listing. So again, kudos to you. I still have to, I have to chop that up to you. Congratulations on getting your first Thank listing. You. That is a start into uh you know, getting into real estate full time. So, so tell me, give me some background on, on you and what you were doing prior to getting into real estate and what are you currently doing? Okay. Um, so I've been in the restaurant industry for as long as I remember my, my first job was uh, washing dishes at a pizzeria. I wasn't even of age to work mm. at the time, but I just wanted some money to buy my own clothes. Um, Growing up, I grew up with a single mom and um, and three uh, two siblings, so it was three of us, three boys. It was very hard for her to just be home at all times, and you know, t t everything. She she would have two full time jobs just to meet you know meet ends meet and you know get food on the table and a roof under our head. Of course. Um, so um, it, it came to a point where I wanted to buy my own things, my own clothes. I didn't want. You know, I didn't want to wear what she would give me just because, you know, when you're a teenager, yeah, it's not cool anymore. I understand. So I'm like, you know, I, so I got a job and, you know, all of a sudden uh, you know, I made a little money. So I would go buy my own clothes and then, you know, go out with friends and whatever. I would have money in my pocket. It was great. Took cool. that, you know, pressure off her shoulder. So I've been working in the restaurant industry for very long. Um, why? I, when I decided to do real estate, well, I was thinking about it for a very long time. As a matter of fact, when I was 20 years old, 19 years old, okay. uh, I, um, I had a very good friend whose uh, mother was doing real estate. And she told me, I want to say at least 10 times, and she would approach me and said, Diego, you should do real estate. You know, you're okay. Latino, you're bilingual, you speak very good English, you speak Spanish, you know, you have the best of both worlds and, and your world. And, you know, you could be very successful, just, you know, you have a plus. And you're, you know, a very friendly person, you talk to anyone and everyone. And that's just your personality, you would do great. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Diana, uh, that's not for me right now. You know, it's okay. I appreciate you. Thank you. But no, thanks. So as time went on, uh, I got a little older. Mm -hmm. I, um, I started seeing how um, not just like being a real estate agent, but real estate investing is it's a very 
safe and it's a very good investment for 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 anyone of course uh, i start so my first uh, real estate investment was actually back home in colombia where i was born and um, my wife and i worked very hard for a year and uh, we bought our first property over there nice. and uh, then a few years after that we got our second one which was a flip we uh, we got it we you know fixed it up flipped it and then our um, motivation for that was to bring that money back here so we could start investing here mm -hmm. so right before we uh, we sold it i said to myself i'm like well if this is what i want to do if this how i this is how i want to feel my family is through real estate yes. what better way to know the ends and outs and everything the ins ends everything about real estate yeah just to be a real estate agent mm -hmm. So I did my, you know, I started researching for schools, this and that, um, went to the school, um, got, you know, took the exam, state exam. And then, uh, yeah, then after that, you know, I'm like, okay, so where do I go? What, what, what do I do now? Like, okay, I've got to go start interviewing, you know, uh, brokers, see what broker I want to work under. So in my head, I'm like, ah. I don't know. This, I'm like, what, is it, what, what am I going to do? So right. whatever, I start telling everyone, you know, I, I work at Fire and Oak uh, full time. I, I'm a bartender over there. I've been working for that company for just a little under 12 years. Um, so I was telling one of my bosses, I'm like, hey, uh, you know, he's like, where have you been? I'm like, oh, I'm, I, I'm doing real estate school during the day. And, you know, I come here at night. That's why I don't work lunches anymore. And they're like, oh, do you know uh, Ryan is... Uh, doing real estate i'm like oh i had no idea so ryan is a friend a very good friend of one of my bosses okay and uh, that's how i've known ryan for 12 years awesome um so he's like oh uh, we call him uncle sonny so he goes uh you know uncle sonny's doing real estate and he's killing it he's doing really well i'm like oh i had no idea so right away you know i i called him got him on the phone i'm like I'm like hey what's going on man how are you he's like hey what's going on i haven't talked to you in a long time i'm like yeah it's just uh, I just got my real estate license, and uh, Jake just told me that you were doing real estate. Um, so I was wondering if maybe I don't know you had some insight for me. I, I want to go, you know, interview with some uh, brokers. He's like, all right, you know what? He's like, I host uh, the Breakfast Club. Uh, come by, uh, you know, see if it's, it's if it's for you, and and then we could talk. I came by. I loved it. It was great. Found right. a lot of value in it. And, uh, and yeah, so then I interviewed actually here at the Ridgewood office. I interviewed at the Woodcliffe Lake office. I interviewed with Alexander Anderson in um, Hackensack. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then after breakfast club, I'm like, I don't see any, any other office offering, you know, what they offer here. Yes, sir. And, uh, so, so he's like, okay, let's set up a meeting with Scott, set up a meeting with Scott. And then, you know, the whole thing i'm like great this is what i'm looking for training because this is what i need as a new agent awesome. i need as much training as yep. i can possible just to you know be, that's how, that's the person that i am i don't want to talk about something that i don't know if you know because i'm gonna look like a fool so um so yeah i i start here and literally maybe like two weeks after i started here you started uh your uh, push 2.0 right right and uh so i'm like huh and then uh, Ryan had talked to me about you, how, you know, you helped him so much and you were his mentor. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, you know, we have a, a guy that, you know, capped and is doing so much business and doing so well for himself. And now I have the opportunity to be coached by that same person. I need to take advantage of this. 
Love it. So, um, so yeah, so I came in, you know, uh, did the, did the push and at the beginning I'm like, shit, oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> hey, you can, we, we can, we can use those words. You're good. <laughs> You're good, man. You're good. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, like, Oh, I think everyone was, I was the only new agent, I believe, in that class. I don't need, I, I, th I think so. I think so. Yeah. So everyone was seasoned. And, you know, like once we started uh, script practicing, everyone was like, poof, 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 like just shooting. I'm like, yeah. what am I going to say? <laughs> right. right. And, uh, and, 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 you know, that's when you came on and, and you're like, well, you know, you are a new agent, but those are things that you could use as, as an advantage. You know, you don't have anything else. Like once you get a listing, you'll be dedicated to that 100%. Right. Um, so to me, that was a lot of value and it built up my confidence level like so much. And uh, it, it really did like just the objection handling itself right was to me was a little mind-blowing because i'm like huh and i never knew like salespeople had scripts and this yeah. and that That's and right. all the time i would ask i'm like why are some people so good at selling and you know it, it it's all about practice like you said right that's right practice and and also asking questions exactly right and, you know getting help if you That's don't right. know, if you don't know something, go ask someone that does because, you know, the, the, what's the worst thing that could happen? That person's gonna say, "Oh, I'm not gonna help you," so go ask the next one. That's right. The great thing about our company is agents will help you, and there are so many people who want to see you succeed. They don't look at you as competition or a threat. They look at you as being part of the Keller Williams family, and they want to help you succeed. So. That's what I love about the company, man. It's our, our culture and the fact that we want to help each other. Exactly. And that, that's one of the main reasons why I came here, you know, because I saw that everyone was, you know, so willing to help. And literally when I come in and, you know, for example, um, actually uh, Faisal Khan, he mm -hmm. has helped me a lot too. We, we, do, yeah, mm -hmm. we do workshops together, first time home buyers. I met him at the, at the um, Christmas party, the holiday party uh, for, yes. uh, for uh, the Bergen County partners. And he's, he's like, Hey, listen, if you want to do, uh, I do workshops in English. If you want, I'll teach you how to do them and you can host them in Spanish. And then we could work something out, how it could benefit both of us. You know, this and that. I'm like, great. I love it. You know, when do it. it's That's awesome. Right. Do it. You know, I'm ready. You tell me when you are. So we started doing those and it's great. And he's so, you know, everyone is a great resource here. You know, as a new agent, like you, we should all use this atmosphere as our advantage. Agreed. Because everyone is a great resource and, you know, not everybody works the same way. And the more that you ask people how they do things, you can find what's better, what's a better fit for you. That's right. So, you know, one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on, on the podcast is because there are so many brand new agents. I have a, a class in PUSH and we have about 26 people in that class right now, which is a big class. And there are so many people that wonder, does this stuff really work? Like, I like David. I trust David. I hear him. I don't know if this works. If I call it for sale by owner, if I call an expired, even if I learn the listing presentation, when it's time for me to show up and do my job, am I going to be prepared? And so one, one thing I love about you is you're not a secret agent and you, you let people know who you are and what you do. And um, at your current job, you had an opportunity to talk to someone that you knew 
who had a, a, an issue with real estate. And I wanted you to speak on that and what, how that conversation went and how you went about getting an opportunity for yourself. Okay. Yeah. And um, so first I, I want to say practice, 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 yes. practice, 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 practice. And you know, that way you, that you're going to build up your confidence a lot. Um, even if you're not practicing with anyone, practice on your own and listen, listen to your voice, record yourself practicing and listen mm -hmm. to your voice. Mm -hmm. I do that. You know, I, uh, when I learned the listening presentation from you, I recorded it, you know, I broke it down into uh, six th different audios and, uh, as I, I learned one first and then the other, and then the other, and then the other. And, you know, once you internalize it, it it's going to be that much easier for you to, to speak. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so how it went. Uh, so this is a bar guest that goes to Fire in Oak. I known her for a long time, and mm -hmm. uh, I had no idea that her house was even on the market. Um, she knew that I was a real estate agent, and uh, so she went to the bar, left her credit card, and that day I actually left the bar a little earlier. Uh, so I, I have her phone number because I've known her for so long, and I have a lot of my uh, bar guests' uh, phone numbers just because we're actually friends now. Okay. Um, so I shot her a text message. I'm like, hey, listen, uh, you left your credit card. Uh, do you want me to bring it back to your house? You, you live very close. I'm leaving early um, because it wasn't that busy. She's like, all right, yeah, that's fine. So, awesome. I, so I go by, I bring her uh, her card. She invites me in. She's like, oh, you want to grab a beer or something? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll have a beer. So uh, we sat in, on uh, her uh, kitchen table and, uh, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is a really nice house. I've never seen your house before. Like, I, I like it, it's nice. So she's like, yeah, you know, I want to sell it. I'm like, you do? <laughs> <laughs> then she said, well, yes, I know you're a real estate agent, Diego. However, um, I already had it listed, but I wasn't very happy with the service that I got. Gotcha. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, well, tell me a little bit about that. And then she said, well, she didn't. She promised all these things and she didn't deliver. You know, she only hosted like one open house and I just didn't get enough people in here. I feel like that's why it didn't sell. She's like, now I just want to do for sale by owner because I feel like I could have done that and way more. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I could definitely see your frustration and I know how disappointing it can be when your listing expires and you can't move on to the next chapter in your life. Right. Now, these are all objection handlers that I learned on push. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and, um, and I'm like, well, what, what, what didn't she do? Or what do you feel that she should have done, you know, to get your property sold? And she's like, well, she just, I feel like she didn't care. Mm. Uh, and, yep. and I get it. She's like, I get it. It's an upper saddle river uh, listing. And she's like, I get it. Most of the houses here are, you know, million dollar plus my house is, you know, five is under is right half a million. So, you know, I, I, I guess I kind of understand, but this is my livelihood. I'm like, I understand. And I completely, you know, everyone works a different way and not everyone has the same work ethic as me. Mm -hmm. As you know, you know me for a very long time. You know my work ethic at the bar, how my uh, customer service is mm -hmm. over there. And I am going to translate that into my real estate life. This is what I want to do for a living now. And I want to stop working at the bar at least that many shifts. Maybe I'll keep one or two. Okay. But I want to stop working. You know, I, I want to dedicate my life to real estate because I love it. And this is what I want to do. She's like, 
oh, okay, wow, that's awesome. And she's like, but I, I, I really, really want to try for sale by owner. Um, she's like, I'll tell you what, give me two weeks for sale by owner. And then after that, then uh, we could talk. So I said, all right, listen, Ceylon, um, I need to be in the airport in five hours because I'm going on vacation. Just promise me one thing. You know, you trust me, right? She said, yeah. She's like, yeah, I've known you for a long time. I trust you. So mm -hmm. I said, just promise me that when I come back, you still haven't signed any contracts with any other agent until you see me, until you see how I could help you. Love it. Please. Love it. So she's like, Diego, I promise you I won't do that. And I am also telling you that I want to do for sale by owner. Like I am very, I'm, I'm just headstrong on it. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I'm like, um, I will talk to you when I come back from vacation um, because I haven't even packed. So I'm literally in a rush right now. Right. So, so we let it, you know, let it be. I said, bye. I gave her a big hug and uh, I went home, packed, went on vacation while I was on vacation, you know, sent her a few messages, uh, like, like three messages every other day. Okay. Uh, you know, one, one day and then. Uh, not three messages a day. No, I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, let her know I was thinking about her. And, and this got her a little gift, uh, law of reciprocation. Got mm -hmm. her a little gift from Colombia for when I came to her house, you know, gave her a little something. Awesome. So, uh, so I came back from vacation. I gave her a call. I'm like, hey, how are you? This and that. Um, are you, um, when, when are you ready to meet with me? Because I would love to show you how I could help you get your household and move you from this situation and get you, you know, to your new house and living the life how you want to live your life. Awesome. So, um, so we set up an appointment for Monday. I came back on Thursday, Thursday okay. night. I called her Friday morning. Um, we set up an appointment for Monday and uh, when Monday came, uh, she canceled on me. Mm. Diego, I'm sorry. This, you know, things happened. I, I, we can't meet today. So in my head, I'm like, shoot, I'm like, oh, I'm like, all right. I'm like, so I text her back. I'm like, it's fine. Um, you know what? So I'm going to call you. So I called her. I'm like, you know, it's fine. Um, don't even worry about it. I understand things always come up. You know, mm -hmm. we, you have a family. I have a family. Things will always come up. Uh, so I'm going to pencil you in for tomorrow. Same time, 1 p.m. Tomorrow's Tuesday. And, uh, and we'll take it from there. She's like, all right, tomorrow sounds perfect. Tuesday morning came. And uh, again, I, I shoot her a text message. I'm like, hey, Ceylon, I'm looking forward to our meeting today. I'm very excited you know, to see how I can help you get your household. And then she sent me a text back. I'm sorry, I need to cancel again. Wow. Yeah. She said, uh, I forgot I had, I had an event today. I have to go help my friend. So I'm like, all right. I'm like, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. I'm like, well, let's set it up for tomorrow. But tomorrow, I can't be there at the same time. I can only be there at this time. Okay. So I'm gonna set it up for 2 p.m. tomorrow. I'm going to put you in my calendar. And uh, that way, you know, we're all set to go. She said, perfect. Tomorrow, I don't have any plans. I don't have anything to do. Come by. So I'm like, awesome. So, you, you know, don't get discouraged when someone says no or when someone has something because there's everyone always has things going on in their lives. I love that you said that because sometimes we take it personal and then we give up and we don't follow up because we don't want to bother them. We don't want to be a pest. Mm -hmm. We don't know what people have going on in their life, so we can't judge them. We just have to do our job and continue following up and creating opportunities. So I love that you said that. 
Right, right. Yeah. So, so I called her, uh, then I sent her a text message. Hey, just a good morning. How are you? Hope uh, you, you know, your morning is going well. I'm looking forward to meeting you again today. And um, you know, the, I'll be there at 2 p.m. sharp. Okay, perfect, I'll be here. So I drove there, got there like 20 minutes before. <laughs> I just sat, sat in the parking lot and, and you know, saying out loud. Well, before that, I, uh, I script practice with Pete Kopech. Pete's great. Pete is awesome, and you know I want to shout him out because he script practicing with him has made me that much of a better agent and has built my confidence level very very high. And sometimes he apologizes for being hard on me during mm-hmm. script practice, and I tell him I'm like, don't ever apologize for making me better. That's right. I, I love sports and I played sports my whole life. And that was my whole mentality when I was playing. I was always the youngest one in every team. And um, my mentality was if I play with older, better people, that's the only way I'm going to get better. Well, absolutely. And, and the big issue that we have, and, and this is my opinion, is that we choose role play partners and we choose people who know us and they're easy on us and they don't give us a hard time or give us a lot of pushback. Well, if that's the way we're practicing, when we get on the phone with the seller and that seller's giving us pushback, we're not prepared. You want a Pete in your life who's going to make it hard and make you work for it because your role play call should be the hardest call you have every day. Yes. They give you a hard time. You fight for it. They give you the appointment and you hang up saying anything else I get is going to be easy. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> so I appreciate Pete for actually doing his job with you and giving you a tough time. It's made you a, a better agent. Absolutely. And, that, and it, it absolutely has. And he, like before script practice, so right before um, the mindset call, I uh, sent them a text message. I'm like, hey, Pete, today for script practice, this is the scenario. You know, single mother uh, or empty nester wants to move out, doesn't want uh, to pay to you know, maintain her house anymore in Upper Saddle River because uh, she wants that that money to go towards, you know, her her own self and to enjoy her life. Right. So he's like, okay, cool. So I called him with script practice. We went on that and he's like, bro, you're going to get it. You did great. You know, he, he gave me a few tips here and there, a little feedback. Okay. He always gives me great feedback. And uh, so I went Wednesday and he's like, good. As you're driving there, just say out loud everything that you're going to say. That way you've already practiced it out yeah, loud exactly. and in your head. So I'm exactly. like, all right, awesome. So, you know, I implemented it. I'm doing that. I got there 20 minutes earlier and I'm and sitting in the car just, okay, so what do you feel like, you know, um, the, the house didn't sell? Oh, the agent, this, this, and that. Okay, um, why, why do you want to do for sale by, by owner? What's the value in that? Right. And uh, so she, ultimately, you know, what does everybody want? Like you say, to net the most amount of money. Only money. Yep, that's it. Hands down. So that's what she says. She's like, well, I want to do for sale by owner because, you know, I need to net this much amount of money. And I feel like if I pay a commission, then I'm not going to, you know, net that, that amount. Okay. So, you know, I, I went ready with everything, pre-listing packet, comps, the whole thing. You know, Scott helped and Ira, they both helped me out with the comps a little bit. Yeah. Ira, Ira told me about that. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, I, w- I went ready with, with everything pre-listing presentation. So literally that one meeting, I did my pre-qualifying first. Mm-hmm. So I pre-qualified her, the, the, the questionnaire. Yep. And then it just segued into my listing presentation. Awesome. 
And, awesome. um, so yeah, and I, and I just showed her the whole thing, the stats. I'm like, listen, um, these are our, um, our stats for, for our office. She's like, okay, well, what can you, what can you personally offer me that no one else can? Ooh. So I said, what's your value proposition for her? Exactly. I, love it. I love it. Okay. So, so I said, I'm like, Ceylon, listen, I've known you for a long time. We're friends now, right? You know, you know that I'm a new real estate agent, so I'm not going to sit here and brag about I've done this, I've done that, I've done this. And, and, you know, I, I haven't got any sales to be right. completely transparent with you, but this is what I can offer you that maybe I'm not going to say no one else can, but maybe not most can because mm -hmm. I'm a new agent and I don't have any sales. I don't have any listings. So right. 100 of my real estate time is going to be dedicated just to your house. Great answer. Great answer. And, and she's like, all right. And she's like, I love it. And, and I'm like, well, and I'm going to get, you know, I have a big team behind me just on my phone. And I showed her uh, the coaching uh, uh, chat and yeah. the uh, breakfast club chat. And I said, look, just on my phone, I have over 100 agents wow. that just with a message they will answer like this to any questions that I have, any concerns, anything that I need. That's Peter Williams mentality. That's mm -hmm. what I can offer you. And I know I'm not the most experienced one, but I have hundreds and hundreds of years of experience behind me. And they're all willing to help because that's the mentality. She's like, all right. And I said, listen, I'm hungry. This is what I want to do for a living. This, I, I want to live and breathe this and I just need a shot. Just give me a shot and you know, that's all I need. She's like, all right, I would love to be your first one. However, I don't want to do six months. So she said to you, Diego, I'm willing to work with you, but I don't want to do six months. Mm -hmm. okay. so, th so then what I said, I'm like, listen, I understand. Tell me why. So she said, she's like, I don't want to be tied up in a contract where if I don't like what you're doing, then you know I, I i don't want us to end in a in a bad in, in bad terms because we're friends so i said listen i am very professional at everything that i do i don't mix you know business and pleasure mm -hmm. and if i'm going to tell you that i'm going to do this that's what i'm going to do i will deliver so if you don't want to be under a six-month contract and you want you don't want to feel tied up i could put you on an easy quit you know contract like you could just you know cut it whenever you want She's like, okay. you do that? I'm like, yeah, I could definitely do that. We'll put it on writing. We'll put it on a contract. Mm -hmm. but, you know, at any given point, you won't, you just want to, you know, cancel the contract. You want to fire me. That's fine. And you know, no hard feelings. It'll be okay. If, because I wasn't delivering what you were expecting. I do want to ask of you if there's anything in this whole process that you expect more of me and that you want me to do, please communicate with me because I will definitely do it. Of course. So she's like, well, I like that, but I still don't want to do six months. I'm like, you know what? Let's do three months. Give me three months. Okay. Give me three months and you like everything that I do. She's, she's like, all right, that sounds great. And if, you know, she's like, I'll give you three months. And if, you know, I like everything that you're doing and let's say for any reason the house doesn't sell in those three months, I'll sign another three months with you. I so love that. And here's the thing, though, if we price it correctly in this market we're in, the house is going to move. So mm -hmm. you don't even have to be worried about extending. If it's priced correctly, it will sell. She'll be happy and she will get her home sold. 
Yep, exactly. Oh. I was, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, you know mm -hmm. what? I don't care. And and I told her, I'm like, listen, you may think I'm crazy, but I am so I am going to be so dedicated to selling your house that I will run up and uh, and down this whole Saddle River Road to knock on all of your neighbors' doors to let them know that there's an open house, that this house is on the market. That way they let their family know and their family is gonna let their family know and their friends and, and everyone. She's like, why? Why would you do that? I'm like, because that's how committed I am going to be to selling your house. Awesome, man. Awesome. And she's like, all right. She's like, let's do it, Diego, let's do it. Let's just sign it. So I'm like, all right, awesome. And I gave her a big hug. Thank you. And I said, you're not gonna be disappointed. And she's like, all right. So what do we need to do now? I'm like, well, now we need to declutter and do this, do that. She's like, all right, cool. So, um, so yeah, on the 30th, it goes on the market. That is exciting. So I want to, I want to bring something up right now. So many agents feel like because they don't have any experience and they've never sold a house before, why would someone choose them over an agent who's already been in the business who has experience? And the reason I wanted you on this podcast is to show them that it's all about you and your energy and your confidence. You said to her, I'm not gonna bullshit you. I haven't had any sales. However, I'm gonna work harder for you than anyone else. This is my only deal that I have. This is my only listing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do everything I need to do. I'm gonna run up and down the street and tell your neighbors about it. I am going to make sure that your house sells. And what she loved about you is your confidence and she believed you and she knows you and she trusts you, which helps. But more importantly, it was your confidence in your delivery and you knew your script. So although you're new, you knew your script, you knew the listing presentation, and you, and you also knew how to overcome her objection. Now, one thing you didn't touch on, one of her major objections was commission, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. She said, um, when she said, well, how much do you charge commission? So I said, well, we charge uh, 6%. She's like, what? That's way too much. Right. I said, okay, well, tell me a little bit about that. Why do you feel that, you know, that's too much? She's like, well, the last agent that I listed it with charged 4%. I'm like, okay, well, I can't tell you, uh, I can't tell you this. If I charge you 4%, I'm not going to be able to market your house the way I want to market your house. And it's going to sit on the market. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm like, that should have been a, that should have been a red flag, kind of. I don't want to speak bad about any other agents. However, I do want to say that if an agent is not getting the amount of money that they expect, where do you think they're going to cheap out? Are they going to cheap out on what they take home to feed their family? Yeah. Or are they going to cheap out on the things to market your house that they also need to spend money on? Great question. What did she say? Well, she said, you have a point. She promised professional photography, but when she came by, she just took pictures with her phone. How about that? That's what four. That's what four percent gets you, right? Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. So that's what I said. I'm like, you know, it, 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 that's exactly my point. If if I'm a seller's agent and I put, you know, two point five goes to the buyer, and then you know, at six percent, three point five goes to the seller's agent. But you also have to keep in mind that as the seller's agent, I have to pay for all the marketing, mm -hmm. for everything to sell your house. So I'm not taking that 3.5 for my pocket. You know, out of that 3.5, I have to pay my brokerage, I have to pay uh, taxes, 
and then I have to pay for your marketing. And then what's left over, that's what I take home. That's right. Sounds like you went through push before. <laughs> <laughs> I went I through both of them and I loved it. Dude, man, I love how you handled that because it's so true. And you said it with confidence and you made her understand, hey, you pay 4% and they were taking pictures with their cell phone, right? Mm -hmm. Are you paying me more? Yes. Here's what I'm going to do with what you're paying me. And here's how the commission breakdown works. Good job, man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then awesome. an, another thing with, with the commission, she's, she said, well, I don't know. I still, I still feel like, like if I sell it by owner, um, I'm going to net more money. So then that, that's when I said, I'm like, okay, well, so picture this. Let's say you were going to buy the new iPhone, the iPhone 2020, whatever the new iPhone is called, right? Mm -hmm. And um, you, what, you went to the Apple store. What do you expect to pay at the Apple store? She said, well, I expect to pay what a new phone, you know, costs, whatever, $1,000. So I said, exactly. And then I said, if you went to a for sale by owner, like on Craigslist or, or Facebook market, and mm -hmm. they have that same phone, same iPhone, still in a box, do you expect to pay what you would pay Apple store? She said, no, because it's, it's not the store that's selling it. And then I'm like, that's exactly the same. When people see for sale by owner, automatically they think cheaper. You know, yeah. you're, you're going to get a bunch of low ballers here and then you're going to have real estate agents come in here knowing that you're a for sale by owner. So they're going to neg negotiate with you yep. and they could be negotiating with me looking after your best interest. So I can net you the most amount of money possible in your pocket so you can leave this house and go live your life and enjoy your, you know, your life now. You're, you, you already raised your kids and you did a great job. Your kids are in college. Yes. And you, you, your whole life was just about your kids. What about you? What about now you? It's time for you. Now it's time for you to go and enjoy. So, man, kudos to you. Here, here's what you did, and I know you did this well. I want everyone who's watching and listening to hear what you did. You didn't just tell her your opinion, right? You got her to understand and say to you that if I go directly to an owner, I expect to pay less. And if I go directly to the store, I expect to pay fair market value. And you got her to say to you that if it's listed with you as the agent, people are going to pay more. If it's listed with her as a for sale by owner, they expect to pay less. When she says it as the seller, it's fact. When you say it, it's your opinion. So because she said it, she was agreeable to pay your commission and you got 6%, right? I did get 6%. Yeah. And I... And, you know, all these objection handlers that, that I learned with you at Push and, you know, here in the Breakfast Club, too, we go over them and Absolutely. repeat and uh, you know, all these things, you just got to implement them and you practice them and you implement them. That way you, that, I mean, I'm going to say I, because I don't want to tell anyone what to do. So I'm going to say everything that I learned, I practice it and I implement it. Yes. And, you know, whatever works for me, that's what I take. What doesn't work, I just keep it, you know, keep it in the hard drive. Maybe in the future, it'll work for me. Okay. So, so whatever works at the moment, I implement it and I practice it. And it, it, it got me there, man. It got me to that first listing. And uh, now I'm going to sell this thing. You're going to sell it and you're going to get more listings. And the one thing I want you to remember is that how you got the listing, how you got other appointments is by lead generating. 
And so just keep in mind, your mornings are for creating business opportunities. Your afternoons are for focusing on the business that you have and securing new business. So make sure that you continue to lead, generate, and create opportunities for yourself, and then time block to take care of your listing. So schedule your photography in the afternoon so it doesn't overlap when you are making calls and creating new opportunities. Understood. That's how you're going to transition from having two careers to having one that you really love and can focus on and give you the life you want for you and your family. Yeah, understood, understood. Yeah. And, you know, I, again, I want to thank you for, for starting Push and, and you know, it, I, I got a lot of value from it and I tell everyone and all the agents that they should take it. I mean, to me, it was mind blowing to see seasoned agents in there, you know, and when they said, oh, this is my fourth time taking Push, I'm like, huh. I'm like, all right. I'm like, here I am, new agent, you know, a few months. And yeah. these guys have been in the game for, you know, three, five, six years. Yeah. And they're still, you know, and so you need to you need to keep fresh and refresh and refresh. And like uh, James uh, said, when I took push, he said, I've taken it three times. And every time I get something different of value. So, you know, that's also another. I hear you on that. You know, the Keller Williams Bowl program, I have taken it eight times. And people would always say, well, why are you taking it so many times? And there's this quote, and I don't know who said the quote, but no man walks through the same river twice because he is no longer the same man. It is no longer the same river. I was constantly growing. So the first time I went through bold, maybe I learned mindset. Then I learned the listing presentation. Then I learned how to time block. Then I was really good at scripting. So whatever it was, I was in a different part of my business and I pulled something different from the experience. So going through push two, three, four, the way I created the program, I really want people to see so much value in it that they just take it every month because for them, no matter what they're paying for it, it gets returned tenfold based on the business that they're receiving. That's the purpose of the program. It's not for me to have you in one time. Hey, thanks for the money. See ya. Anyone who goes through my program, they, they, they're part of the tribe. And I think you know this and can say this, you reach out to me, we talk all the time. You don't have to be in my program to talk to me and reach out to me, right? That's what's up. <laughs> right? I need to get you a new one. I see you wearing it down. I got it. I got to yeah. take it. So I just wanted to say I appreciate you, man, just telling your story because, again, there are so many agents that are like you and they're like, I'm starting out, I'm new, I don't have experience. Can I make this work for me and my family? And you have shown them that they can. However, they need to practice, 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 mm -hmm. right? Yep. And I just want to go back to what you said about uh, mindset. You know, it, it's mindset and commitment. If, if um, I, I, uh, I read a quote the other day, and it's a, it was an Abraham Lincoln quote, hmm. and, um, and it said, um, if you want to predict your future, create it. Okay. So. Love it. Yeah. So, you know, mindset, 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 if, uh, you know, it, that you just overcome. And like I said, I, you know, I go to sleep every day at two, sometimes three in the morning. I'm up at seven. You know, I'm up at seven. I, I you know, I, I shower, eat breakfast. You know, I'm with my family. I have two daughters, my family, my, my, my two daughters and my wife. We eat breakfast together and then I come to the office. And, you know, I do my thing, I listen, I learn, I take notes and uh, making calls is calling your sphere. I, I, you know, I was not that, I, I, I think 
calling your sphere is very important as well. You know, you should always be calling calling Fizbo's and expires, but also your sphere because yes. those people already trust you. Mm -hmm. And that's what I that's what I came to learn um, from calling my sphere. You know, I actually I'm going to make something out of that. I met these guys that they um, you know they're doing uh, they're working with short sales and and all that kind of stuff. And they asked me if I wanted to be their agent to list their short sales. I'm like, yeah, I would love to be your agent. You know, I mean, anything, anything right now for me, it, like I will take it. And, right. you know, and that's something that I want to learn because eventually I want to be an investor. And I, that's something that I would love to learn about awesome. in the world of short sales and foreclosures for when I want to start investing my own money into that. That's awesome, man. So again, you create the life you want. And you know me, I go by DRAD's life by design. I purposely live my life and I'm doing what I really want to do and what I choose to do, which is doing push and helping agents like yourself create the life that you want. I mean, I get so much joy from hearing you say, got my first listing, got it at 6%. When you called me that night, I told you, man, that was a highlight of my day. And I shared that with my family, how proud I was of you. And my wife knew who you were because I talk about you. You know, I, I'm just not in the building teaching push. You guys are part of my life. And I talk about you guys at home as well. And my wife knew exactly who you were. And she was proud of you as well. And I just got to tell you, man, everyone in the office is proud of you. And you are going to inspire so many other agents that are kind of doubting themselves on whether or not real estate is the right thing for them. Did they make the right choice? And when they hear you say that you went out and you were able to create an opportunity, that's going to encourage them to keep pushing and keep moving forward. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that with everyone. And I, I just want to, you know, again, say congratulations and let you know that I'm here, man. If you need me, I'm always just a phone call or a text away. And I want to have you back on here when you cap so we can talk about your transition from leaving that full-time job to actually doing real estate full-time. And I want to have you back on here to talk about how you manage that whole transition. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's my pleasure. And I, again, I want to thank you for, for being a coach now and, you know, teaching us what you know. Um, and you teach it very well. Thank you. You know, I like, like, I, I don't know where I said it. Maybe it was in the breakfast club in a little voice note when I was so excited to get my first listing. Yeah. I, said, I said, trust the process and just, you know, implement and you will all hear DRAD in your head answering those objections when you hear them. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. I love it. I'm in your ear, right? Just that little voice saying, hey. Yeah. So what I hear you saying is. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I wonder, like, if people think I'm a freaking broken record, because I feel like all I do is say the same thing over and over again. Hey. However, it's in your head, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, it works. Okay. It, it really, really does work. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for your time today. And uh, again, thank you for being my first guest on season two of Scotch and Scripts. Cheers to you and your success. And I look forward to seeing more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You got it, man. We, we, will, definitely, uh, we will definitely talk soon. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast. I'm going to be doing some additional interviews this year, uh, specifically dealing with the quarantine and how agents are actually running their business virtually and what they're doing to have success, whether they are working directly with sellers, investors, or buyers. So definitely subscribe, and I look forward to bringing you some new episodes. Take care.